What up, what up, what up? What's happening, y'all? This is episode 47 of the Fire This Time podcast. My name is Sonny Ture. And I'm Ikeda G, and we back to give you that fire for this week once again. Uh, you how, know. You, how you feeling, Ike? I'm feeling all right, man. You know, we doing some new, sh- new shit, some different stuff today. So, you know, I'm feeling a little excited. You know, new frontiers for the for the for the uh for the show so, yeah yeah so uh how your week been going I, my week's been going cool man uh you know i watched a little boxing unfortunately i had to watch tyson fury uh win again you know what i'm saying so uh he beat dylan white six round ko oh yeah that's but you know right. besides that you know we living good you know what i'm saying trying to finish out this semester well also you know still heavy in the studio making music you know my getting my production skills up all that so we, you know, in that in that way, the week has been more the same. I hear that. But as far as what you talking about, Ike, you know, we are doing something new. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're gonna have a little visual element, you know, uh, to our our podcast, our content for this week. And uh, so, if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you know, we're definitely gonna uh, try to make sure we we're still including you. But you know, we're gonna have a visual element that we also encourage you to you know view on YouTube. Yeah, check that because, out. Because uh, today we're gonna be reacting to the uh, this video that I think it was Patrice Colors that had it originally uploaded on her profile. Uh, and it's of you know Patrice Colors, I think uh, Alicia Garza. And one other person, and I guess we'll get their name uh, during the video, but three black women uh, meeting up a year after George Floyd's murder at a what appears to be a mansion or, you know, luxury home, mm-hmm. drinking wine, celebrating. Yeah. It's a celebration a year after George Floyd's murder. Yeah. So uh, if it's hard to wrap your head around what they're celebrating or what this is about, we're kind of in the same camp, of course. We've covered a lot of BLM in the past. Yeah. I mean, what would you say about our our previous coverage of uh, the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation or whatever they call themselves this week? Uh, especially of the, you know, we're not talking about the regular everyday Black Lives Matter, but you know, uh, we have been a little, you know, very. We've covered we covered a good bit of what they have done and what they do um, over time. Uh, sometimes critically, uh, as a, anything should be done critically. But, um, you know, we, this is just another, you know, page in the book. I mean, um, you run across things like this and you sort of, yeah, you say, I got to see this. And th- I mean, just to give people a heads up, things we've criticized BLM for in the past, and we're talking. And you're right, we're talking about the national leadership. Yeah, the local- not talking about the the local chapters and the stuff that everyday day membership do. Right. Right. Many of the local chapters are great. Of course, many of the local chapters also have fallen out with the national leadership. Yeah. Uh, and look, look into that. We've discussed that on previous videos as yeah. well. And they've fallen out with them for the same reasons we've been criticizing the national leadership of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. For the lack of transparency around uh, the formation of their program. Yeah. Really, their budget and the management of the money. Yeah. Uh, the hundreds of millions that they've received in, in funding over the past damn near a decade now, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we're, we're coming yeah. to a, a damn near a decade, you know, Good in money. the next few, in the next few years. They said what they got? They got ninety. No, nah, see, the ninety was only recently. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been raising money since uh, the, the our, our brother Mike yeah. Brown and Ferguson. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they like ninety. That that was, you know, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Yeah. There's probably 90. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that alone, Oof. I mean, th- this has been going on for a long There's been years of funding for this. Okay. Imagine if the Panthers or Martin and Malcolm got 90. I mean, we also criticize national leadership for them being tied to the Democratic Party, tied to the hip. And, yeah. I mean, and I think we was only one of the few platforms that was looking at the national type of political uh, conferences that they were holding. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had a national black political conference, I believe it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they called in the same spirit as, as the Gary Convention back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we watched that and, and laid out a critique of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As compared to the first. And notice we haven't seen no, you know, no regular political conference. Yeah, or, we ain't seen a number two. It, 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 so it's funny. They do it right before 
the election and, and tell people to vote Democrat, and then we don't hear from them on that end again. You know, they they done that a couple of times. And, and, I mean, and then after Biden gets in office, what what they doing? They buying luxury homes and you getting know? out the game. As we about to see, as we about to talk about, you know what I'm saying. So of course BLM, you know, uh, it has its shortcomings, major ones, and yeah. you know, we're talking about fraud. We're talking about playing with people's emotions. We talking about really playing with the type of shit you really ain't got no room to play with. You know, as my mentor told me at one time, this ain't no, uh, this ain't no practice shit. You know what I'm saying? I forget how he worked. This, uh, he said, this ain't amateur hour. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. As far as the type of leadership that we need, yeah, and uh, you know, and as Black people, as Black nationalists, we we want national leadership, mm-hmm. just as we want local leadership. There's levels yeah. of leadership. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But there has to be national coordination well, amongst Black people. We want leadership that's doing right, right. You know, and that's on all levels. You want to have somebody in there. If you black and you doing this, I mean, you know, I understand you in constituency sometimes in this type of political game where you got to be over people and. And that's of all different ethnicities and things like that. But um, make sure you, you you remember your people and all of this, you know. And so in that, it could be said, but then it's like, eh, not really, because you start seeing where all this money's going. And that's the thing. We look back into that, and we dug deep, and we looked to see where this money was going. For sure. And uh, uh, it wasn't uh, spread uh, equally. Amongst the, uh, you know, the community, let alone was to spread equally amongst the chapters who would have maybe spread it equally amongst the um, people. And these are chapters that were struggling, thus the conflict. But I mean, I, I keep we've seen it and I've seen it up close, you know, up clo- more up close than most because yeah. I was a member of the Champaign-Urbana chapter of Black Lives Matter yeah, yeah, when yeah, it yeah. kicked off. Yeah. And some of my comrades in the organization went to the national convenings, a few that they had back when this shit was kicking off, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so I've been closer than most, yeah. you know, and I got out the organization pretty quick within a year of joining it. And, you know, often, you know, a lot of it was I'm seeing that this is about, this is about branding for, you know, really uh, non-revolutionary academics, you know, and uh, those that have a, a distance from, you know, black nationalism, you know, and uh, there's, a, you know, ways that we talked about that in the past. But also, even then, Aki, I seen the money, you know, as an issue as far as the local organizations not having no say and no democratic yeah. type of vote, how the budget yeah. is handled. Yeah. And also... Yeah, a big difference in these speaking tours that people went on. So there, so there was a yeah. me, there was a member of the leadership, and I honestly forget exactly who visited the University of Illinois campus. But I think it was right after I left the I chapter. It so it was Opal Tometi, uh, not one of the people at this table. And I feel like oh, I think Opal Tometi is further distance from the organization. Yeah, I don't know if she's still a member. Yeah, than the other two that originally started, Alicia Garza and uh, uh, it's Opal Tometi, Alicia Garza. And Patrice Colors. Yeah. Those are the original three. Uh, so Opal Tometi came to campus, I think, uh, making upwards to 10000 And she she spoke for an hour, hour and a half to a, a mostly white auditorium, spent about five, ten minutes backstage with the local chapter, and took that money and ran. It, it wasn't about, oh, bring us here, we're going to help you raise money for this your local endeavors. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That wasn't the style of it. It was these individuals coming and getting the bag while talking about this shit like it's a brand. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that, that was that was a, a business move. It was like a a, a a capitalist move, you know. And I seen it even in the local. I seen the local chapter mm. uh, engaging in this type of politics. We want to brand as much black community politics as Black Lives Matter as possible, you know. And we're running the local Black Lives Matter. Uh, organization now a style that kind of style of organizing on a national basis could work you yeah. know what i'm saying you could throw your weight around like that if it was an actual national democratic type of program yeah, going down doing, and it was and they was doing and, their thing and but it you was coming genuine. in and you actually raising money your your presence on campus or your presence in that place draws um donations oh but i but people were moving around like they deserved it based on identity yeah. based on some type of just really just youthful narcissistic like optimism i know it's a weird 
phrasing of it. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like I, people in Black Lives Matter, you know, when it was shit was kicking off, they thought that they was the cutting edge. We are more cutting edge than the Panthers were because we have this gender and sexual uh, uh, framework that we're working from. You know what I'm saying, and, and of course we, we 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 spoke about that too. You know, so shit is more complex than that. So that's a 10 minute intro <laughs> into <laughs> to you know, uh, the history of fire this time. Uh-huh. And I, well, and I, I think one more issue uh, that we won't get into because I mean it's more of a basis of the show. Yeah, but as far as the lack of them talking about black men in their in their programs, yes, the lack of yes. talking about black families in their programs, yes. I think that's also been a major issue of concern. A a very big issue, you know. So uh, with that being said, that was a 10-minute and 40-second intro (laughs) into, you know, our past coverage of Black Lives Matter. And I feel like it was worthwhile for new listeners. We might might be entering into a new type of space with this video, uh, especially on YouTube. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with it with the visual element. So uh, I think that was worthwhile. Check out the previous episodes. You know what I'm saying. Yes. A uh, fire this time podcast on you know Apple Podcast, Spotify. It's forty six more of them. Exactly right, Aki. So with that being said, Aki, we're gonna get into this reaction video. Uh, it's a 17 minute long video, like we said. You know, uh, Alicia Garza, Patrice Colors, one other woman. Like, we're gonna get her name during the video, and uh, they're celebrating the year anniversary of George Floyd's murder. So I only seen the first few seconds of this, Aki, and I already know I got something to say, but let's start it off. Anything you want to say? Nah, we're going to get into it. All right, so we're not going to stop the podcast recording. We might pause the video, though. All right, so they tipping wine glasses. One year later, reflecting on Freedom Summer, and the anniversary of George Floyd. Hold on, look, we already got to roll it back, Aki. We already got to roll it back, Aki. Pause it. One year later. Yeah. Reflecting on Freedom Summer and the anniversary of George Floyd. What's missing there, Aki? What's missing here? I don't know. You tell me, Aki. The anniversary of George Floyd, what, nigga? <laughs> was, is, is he just... Was it, it a victory? Exactly. Was it a victory? What What, what, is, what are you referencing? Win? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I might... I mean, what, is the word facetious? Or, is, you know, is it... This might... I think it's deeper than semantics, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, George Floyd was murdered. He was a black man that was murdered that galvanized the nation. Yes. Because it happened on camera. Yes. Right? Am I Yes. So I'm trying to understand what like how do you get off to saying the anniversary of George Floyd? Like like I, I feel like you're you're that's a dehumanizing type of thing right there. You're not even mentioning what happened to the brother. Remembering the death of George Floyd. Or, you know, the murder. The, it could be the movement for George Floyd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could reference something like that, but for you to treat him so dryly as just, I guess, an event. He's not a person here, right? Yeah. The anniversary of George Floyd. Like, what? Oh, my God, bro. I don't, I don't know. What got me more than that, I keep, was the visual. You know? This looked like some... Uh, we about to sell some suburban moms some car insurance, some yeah. some, some life insurance yeah. with these visuals. You know what I'm saying? They they it's 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 sexy wine bottles in the background, on the table. You know what I'm saying? Foliage, and uh, what do they call them boards? Where they put like the crackers and the cheeses? Yeah, and the I was grapes? looking at that. It was looking. You know, it was niggas, lined up. It was looking good too, Ike. You, you know, niggas. It like was looking good. Ain't gonna know, Ike. We ain't gonna know. I'm not sure myself. I but you, it's called like a. I see. I'm gonna embarrass myself. Like a chattery board, or a, it's a chachuri board. I, it's some crazy shit like that. Hey, either way, it looked fancy and it looked nice. And you know what I'm saying? They got strawberries and blackberries and blueberries and everything else up on that thing. The fruit is sweating, so it looks good. That means that it was fresh. I feel like they are they next to a pool? Like, I think I, they at the mansion, I keep. They at the mansion. I yeah. think they at the mansion, I keep. Yeah, right, let, let, let's keep it rolling. I'm so glad to have the both of you here and in person. Yes. It's been a really intense year and a half. That was a nice way to talk about it. <laughs> right. 
And I look up to the both of you so much. You know, you're big sisters to me. You're... I mean, just real quick, I don't want to keep on stopping at key, but it's been a big year. I mean, y'all, like, y'all was out there directing street protests, nigga. Y'all was buying mansions. Y'all, exactly. Y'all was closing <laughs> deals, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was buying mansions out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Hey. It's like this, man. Hey, as far as like you lead, like you talking about, you doing all this hard work. What managing the brand of shit that you're not even control. You're not like the the stuff that happened over the past year. The most intense stuff. You know what I'm saying? What what did it have to do? What the hardest lifting? What did it have to do with you? They was buying large mansions. It was getting paid out here. That's what BLM stand for now, right? Buying large mansions. Buying right? large mansions. Yeah, they was getting paid out here. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Buying mansions for the movement. Sisters to me, your movement leaders, your gangsters. <laughs> what? <laughs> gangsters? That I literally call like when I'm having a joyful moment, but also when shit's going down. And I just want to ask y'all, like, it's going to be a year since Freedom Summer, mm -hmm. and a lot of shit went down, mm. and how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling? I feel good, because <laughs> I, I thought it was going to kill us. What was great about it is... So they didn't mention nothing about George Floyd. I mean, yeah. so, so far, he's really just window dressing, you know, saying like, and it, I mean... Well, they started off with Freedom Summer. Don't forget it said reflecting on Freedom Summer and George Floyd. So they started off with the Freedom Summer, right? I guess... And then they're going to go into George Floyd. I mean, hopefully. I mean, yeah. and this is at the same time where we got activists, like, you know, activists that was out there, yeah. you know what I'm saying, putting their bodies on the line to raise up an issue. I mean, whether, I, whether you know what I'm saying, in, in the right or misdirected, you know what I'm saying, yeah. with the the promise of, uh, I guess, more liberal-type protests, whether militant or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, some of them locked up. Some of, There's a lot of folks that was on that, you know what I'm saying, that's having a hard time eating. Yeah, and more, you know, but mm -hmm. they sitting in mansions talking about they some havens, some getaways, and essential viewing is our our video on BLM buying large mansions where we really covered this mansion that they posted up outside of right now. I mean, look at they got the Ital was Italian marble, Italian marble. Uh, is that a what is that a walkway fireplace? That's not a fireplace. Saying. That's they, like a fireplace. They got the outside fireplace. You know, hanging vineyard. You know, hanging vines look like live plants in the corner. Could be a hive plant. You know, I mean, it looks nice. Don't get me wrong. I ain't hating. It look peaceful. <laughs> look peaceful to shit. I would love to have. I would. I would love to have a meeting of the revolutionary minds, or the, uh, or see that. You know, see the brothers being able to sit like that. You know, we ain't allowed to do that though, Haki. No, we couldn't do nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? We got to be sitting. You know. In, we got to be in the war camp <laughs> at the table with with, with with loading up guns, going to shoot up, going to shoot up the uh, the, the, uh, the shoot up the man. Like, well, that's how you got to have us envisioned, and, right there. And it's not a gender thing; it's a it's a generational thing, and it's a political thing. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I think those. I mean, and I'm not saying anything you said when it was was no, opposed. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no. just further defining it. You yeah, know I'm saying? just poking fun at him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about the war, like the, some of the Panthers. You know what I'm saying? Like Panthers was that was black men and black women. You know what I'm saying? Uh, really devoted to the communities, putting in work. You I know mean, what I'm saying? And uh, that's the type of place based organizing and black nationalist type of thought that you don't see you don't see a lick of in these folks. Well what it brings to mind is like when I looked at the book you showed me earlier today, uh um the uh, first national meeting of black writers or it was national meeting yeah. of black writers and Stokely Carmichael was there. And you looked at the front of it and you seen Stokely Carmichael speaking and you can look and see the seriousness of the people. And this is just black writers. They didn't have to be necessarily revolutionary or whatever. They were just there. But the seriousness on them faces, just like if you looked at the first convention that they had in Gary, you seen those people, them people were serious about being there and they was really on that type of thing um when you i mean even when i think about uh just looking at the pictures of people like uh malcolm and and martin and stuff and you seeing them in gatherings you know granted if a person like say for instance when uh, martin luther king met elijah muhammad you know it was sort of grandeur 
You know, um, when he came into the house and what he saw and how the people conducted themselves and things of that such nature, even though they didn't really consider it the great do grand drill, it was just MGT training. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but that's that's not an image you normally see. You know, um, to gather like this, be shipping champagne on a summer's California day. Ain't that what a mansion at? It's in Cali, right? Yeah. In the summer's day, you know. I so, mean, th but, that's the that's the that's, this is the this is the newer I guess the new image of I call it I call it abolitionism now that's what they call it right abolitionism that's called they call it abolitionism yeah. so you know that's what they doing the abolitionist brunch meeting Man. of the abolitionist minds at the abolitionist brunch and we talked about abolition before you know what yeah. I'm saying they so called abolish slavery and just start locking niggas up yeah you know Damn. what I'm saying so Damn. I mean. Abol abolishing some bad part of the system ain't fundamentally fundamentally changing the relationships in that system. Yeah, and that's what we want to do as or, revolutionaries. Or, or, or building your own. Right. Now, I'm not saying all abolition is bad, but of course, like if you see people funded by white Democrats, you know what I'm saying. To start talking about abolition, we should be a mm. little bit more suspicious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But uh, wait, let's keep it going, Aki. You know what I'm saying? Let's get. I, I want to hear what they yeah. like. What's yeah. the cause for celebration? Yeah, because we ain't even got in the good of it yet. We just we, just, we ain't even got through the first five minutes, Aki. Let's get it. So we were prepared for it in a in a way, like That's as right. much as you can be, because we've been organizing for seven years. That's mm -hmm. right. And so there was a movement to meet Getting the money moment. for seven years. And there was. Um, I remember when the everything started popping off, and it was just like constant and I felt overwhelmed and I talked to you about it and um, I also recognized that we have to rest later mm. like we have to move everything the world cracked wide open That's right. right you know I got into that Lovecraft country you know mm -hmm. that was my thing I'm obsessed I know right. I'm obsessed we needed it we needed, we needed it that. but remember like when uh, he I had just turned the mice down but I gotta come back on that one did they of, say uh, Lovecraft Country? Of course they lo like Lovecraft Country because all the straight men got killed off. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't looked at it yet, Aki. Hey, well, I'm sorry for I'm sorry for ruining the movie. You know what I'm saying? But of course, I, of course, I like that one. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that's mad that TV show ain't coming back, that they, they didn't have it for the second season, get over it. I'm, where, where are they gonna go from here? Like all, what you mean, are you, are you literal or are you just exaggerating a little bit? All the straight men got taken off? All the, all the main brothers? characters that were straight black men got killed off and it was black women and a queer black man walking off into the sunset after they, they ritualistically participated in the, the murder of the main character, the black man. One the one of the two main characters, and, um, and it, it ended the same way the the previous big HBO show uh, Watchmen ended. Yeah, Watchmen also ended in a black man over the uh, over the span of a whole hour, damn near, <laughs> get killed off slowly on camera. Wow, right? Mm. And I mean, we I don't think that we should. I mean, two prominent shows ending, culminating in that. You know what I'm saying? Culminating in, the, in black men getting killed. I mean, we also see a lot of just, uh, I feel like Ishmael Reed, you know, right now debating, I forgot who it was, a black feminist, when he was talking about his book, Reckless Eyeballing Now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you see this violence against black men just accepted in popular culture. Yeah. Whether it be on TV shows like Lovecraft Country. Yeah, so my other uh, point, Aki, sorry for the technical difficulties. We got cut off for a second right there. But I want to talk, uh, in addition to... Uh, uh, TV shows, also music videos. I know SZA had had two music videos in promoting uh, one of her previous albums, where um, black men were killed. And that the, the videos culminated in a black man getting killed. One of them specifically, oh no, one of them was a black man getting shot at. Where they were shoot, they got people together to shoot at a black man, and they're making them dance. Right? Yeah, I remember that video. And then there was another one where a black man was tied up. Yeah. Uh, they have taken hostage, right? Uh, yeah, tied up, and then SZA let a white man, a white woman, into the room. To uh, I guess it was insinuated that she was going to sexually assault him and kill him. Mm. And I'm just thinking, like, yo, what if a, a black man set up a black woman like that on a music video that was widely shared and celebrated? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it would definitely. I mean, 
it, it would get more critique and rightfully so than, than it did. Yeah. But uh, I mean, let, let's get back to it, Aki. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get back to the video. I just, it's just funny to me that they mentioned Lovecraft Country when that is <laughs> mm. just more typical shit, man. Wow. Now, and I mean, Lovecraft Country, it do got some perks. I mean, it's a black kind of sci-fi type of deal that's set in like 60s and 70s, 60s, I believe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it got that historical piece to it, and it's black main characters. There's a, there's a lot to love about it. But, you know, there's also, for me, some major, you know, plot things I did not enjoy and think that, you know, it ended right where it needed Polida to be. Polida was hold, literally yes. holding that... The, the portal. break open, the mm -hmm. portal open. Like, I feel like that's Ooh. what was happening. A yeah. portal opened, yeah. right? And how the whole community had to rush in yep. to save D, yep. right? Yeah. To save our black future, yeah. right? Like, that's what was happening. But it wasn't Hippolyta. It's yeah. George Floyd's spirit holding yeah. it open yeah. and Breonna Taylor. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't, <laughs> you know, you talk about me for this. We didn't have a right to our rest yeah. mm -hmm. in that moment. Ooh. Like, it's go through the portal. Save the future, put everything you can in, and we can rest later mm -hmm. once we... So I feel really good about mm -hmm. not giving ourselves rest, mm -hmm. about the amount of energy and love and imaginative... What is, what is it? Imagination mm -hmm. <laughs> that we mm -hmm. gave and that, you know... I would say that mansion looks pretty restful. We're restful. <laughs> and that's the pretense for why they bought it. We need a safe haven to get away from motherfuckers asking us for tax forms. <laughs> we talk about this concept of safety, and, but what does it actually look like and feel like? And we got to collectively imagine that and right. put it into practice in a way that I've never seen. What is safety? Like, what does safety actually look like? And we got to do that together. I was talking to Angela about this, Angela mm -hmm. Davis, and mm -hmm. she was like, she was like, I ne never thought in my lifetime that I would hear people talk about abolition and defund mm -hmm. at the popular public sphere. Mm -hmm. Right. That it would be a conversation in the news media that people are figuring out and talking about. And so it's just a powerful because so much of that work happened here in Los Angeles. Yeah. And, and so much of that was led by your courage and the team's courage here. Remember, we used to pretend like we weren't, had to pretend like we weren't. <laughs> Defund the police. <laughs> this is a budget issue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. And like now we, we are talking about <laughs> abolition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we kind of just mean abolition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you, A? Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, I'm feeling hopeful mm. in a way that I don't feel like I've felt in a while. In reflecting on last year, there was a lot of times when I just felt like, wow, we're growing. Mm -hmm. You know, right. like we're growing. Mm -hmm. Like there were things that would have tripped us up before Yes. Um, that folk were just like, mm. you know, <laughs> kept right. it pushing, yeah. you know? And so I really appreciated that. I feel like part of what they're referring to, what would have tripped them up before, is this cause, the cause for accountability from these yeah. other Black Lives Matter chapters that were yeah. calling them out for the lack of democratic process and choosing leadership and the lack of uh, transparency and democratic control of the budget. Well, the reality is, is this. It wasn't a good summer, and it wasn't a good year. It was probably how many, Aki? 16, about what, 16, 15 different chapters that left? Yep. You know, um, that may have very much still not really hurt the greater body of chapters around the country, but just that dissension and questioning of their leadership or the national leadership by that by that many chapters exposed a lot because in that in that conversation, things that I think of uh, people like me and you, activists who was in the movement and other folks, you know, that was you know, been putting work in, we sort of knew some things already. You know, but, you know. I think what you're going to see, Aki, is the chapters that they were actually okay with dealing with, that the chapters that they actually included on day membership calls yeah, was the ones that were typically going to be led by black women or queer people 
and that dealt specifically with those issues. Yeah. If you wasn't down with that program, how they were styling it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Of course, you know, that's a lot of talk for, you know, I, I think, you know, just to help instill this hierarchy that they're that they were going for. Yeah, because actually a lot of the chapters that and we sort of looked at that, I think a lot of the chapters that did withdraw from them were, you know, um either um mixed mixed gender democratically ran or male ran. Mm-hmm. So you know, you're definitely right. That was but, definitely a big part of it, but not all of it. But also, there's some chapters that never even got any recognition to even be able to disband, you know what I'm saying, from the Black yeah. Lives Matter Global Network. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess they didn't show... Uh, but I guess my whole point is, like, there, there was elitism, you know, as far as them picking and choosing who they're going to allow into, you know, whatever. It's not a democratic process, but into who they talk to and also, like, who they did share some money with, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't share money with every chapter that, every Black Lives Matter chapter out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was only certain ones, and it was probably only certain ones that doing certain type of programs. Which shows that you didn't really get into the, the real, you know, networking with the people around that's holding your name up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's out there carrying that name. You know, your 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 national network, um wasn't together when you decided to do it. And also, I mean, a black community, the national black community and every black community was ready to act on this elevated uh, police murder, police brutality, but also specifically the murder of black men by police. Yeah. Which, you know, during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement was looking like 95 to 1. Yeah. 95 black men to every one woman killed yeah. by police. 90 yeah. to 1. 99 to 1. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. year it was 99 to 1, uh, you know, uh, as far as black male to black female victims. So uh, black community is ready to act on that. But then you have a, a, a movement that gets funded by the white, by white liberal society and gets chosen by white liberal society as the leader of the black community. They're given all the funding. Right, and then they, their first move is to decenter black men. Yeah, it's a. And, I mean that people don't speak enough about how that fall that fell out of line with what the black community was searching for in a political movement. They rather do it at our education camp. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know they don't. You know so, and that's a problem with organizing. That we talked about before. But let's keep it whirling. So on a here. lot of full circles. Mm. Like I kept feeling like oh, this cycle is closing and a new one is opening. Um, And one of those actually did, it came around defund. And people freaking out and I was like, oh, actually we've been here already. Right. We've been here already. And we know now you can hear what's underneath for folk, but you cannot capitulate, you know? And so that is something that I've been feeling really good about. But also, you know, and the hand wringing and the, this is going to lose the election for the Democrat. <laughs> you know, like, it's not, actually. Uh, right. It's not. I was like, what is happening right now is that millions more people are taking up the responsibility of right. bringing forward and getting in the middle of that portal and holding it open, uh-huh. right? And that's seeing right. that that's their role. I just remember when activism wasn't cool. Yeah. It wasn't cool to say, Remember? I'm right. an activist, I'm an organizer. <laughs> you know, not everybody activist. I'm an activist. You're like, right. okay, you know. Um, and, you know, at the same time, it was also uh, weird for me. Hmm. I didn't go to one protest last summer. Wow. Really? Not one, honey. Tell us. I just, I wanted to be in movement in a different role. Hmm. And I just... Um, made a commitment to myself just like around this concept of rest what i wanted to do was lean into what i thought was on the other side Mm. of protests Mm. right which always happens you have this ebb and flow and when the protests die down you always get that conversation about well what rules are you changing that's right Mm. do you know what i'm saying like what what actually comes out of this and so i think the other thing though that happened was that I got super overwhelmed. Mm. You know, I think the rediscovery. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. People right. are like, what is this Black Lives Matter <laughs> thing? This is amazing. How long has this thing Wait, been around? Are you black women's <laughs> <laughs> No idea. You know, and 
I just remember, like, I would get stuff and I'd turn over my phone. I'd be like, no, child, no. I don't want to do that again. Yes. Right? And we have a different story to tell now, you know? So I've been sitting in that a lot. But I also started thinking a lot more about my own emotional health. So a lot of touchy-feely nonsense, you know, from people that were living in mansions while people were actually struggling, especially this latest go-around with the height of the movement. And, uh, I, mean, what, I mean, what else are you seeing here, Aki? She talking about she, they forgot that we were here. Yeah, yeah, nigga, they forgot you wasn't here. I mean, y'all was silent until, until some shit came out about, you know what I'm saying, y'all buying large mansions. You know, y'all wasn't making too much noise. I guess that was y'all rest, you know. Um, they see themselves as the queen mothers of the movement. You know what I'm saying? Where all things done in the Black Lives Matter era is done on their authority. You know what I'm saying? Or or, or done in their name. You well, know, well, you know, she said something. She said, activism is cool now. And I don't know if I think that is. Because I don't now you can't tell legitimate people from um the fakes the wannabes the um the 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 people who do it for show you know um but Aki doesn't that just sound like coming from them doesn't that just sound like some like you know the, the stereotypical black person that's in like a white office or like a white friend group mm-hmm. and they want to be the only black person yeah they don't want nobody else stepping on their shoes they don't want. They don't want another black guy to come into this white party with them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like it, it seemed like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking like, ultimately, isn't that what you want? Isn't that an improvement on what, how things were before? Yeah. If there are more activists and more organizers now, yeah. Like, is, it, wasn't that the point of some of this? Yeah. yeah. But but it's you know, coming from them. It sounds like uh, people are in, are encroaching on our space. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all created a hashtag. Y'all went on speaking tours. You know what I'm saying? Y'all sat in boardrooms and meeting with Democrats trying to form policy. That's something different than what people like. And, and, and I, we should have brought this up earlier, Aki. One of the gravest things that Black Lives Matter did was they went to Ferguson, where a lot of this shit was jumping off at mm-hmm. when Mike Brown was killed. And they took up, they allowed, they seized leadership. They seized attention, yeah. right? They, the white cameras followed them and they put themselves on a pedestal as if they were leaders of, yeah. a, of, a, of a movement hmm. that started with Ferguson and had nothing to do with them just because they came up with a hashtag that they didn't even come up with. They yeah. just commercialized it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they made it a selling point. They, mm-hmm. ma- they made it a brand. That's what they did. They made Black Lives Matter a brand. It was a black man that, as far as some of his scholarly work, that talked about Black Lives Matter first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I forget his name, but you know, we, should, we should definitely learn that. But uh, but yeah, what they did in Ferguson, you know what I'm saying, like marginalizing, pushing to the side folks like Darren Seals. Darren Seals, mm-hmm. a black man that was assassinated, you know what I'm saying, and a former leader yeah. of the uh, black movement, you know what I'm saying, that emerged in Ferguson in the wake of Mike Brown, even before that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, he, he said everything that he said about Black Lives Matter, and he was right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh so yeah, uh, you know, hey, hey, it's hey, like, like she said, it's cool now to be an activist. And my last point, Aki, they talking about oh, the Democrats were were scared is going to lose them the election. Why are you even? Uh, this video yeah. might be over. Why are you even talking about the Democrats? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Isn't the Biden administration with a black woman as vice president about to up the money for the police? Isn't the black woman that just got on the Supreme Court? you know, supported by the Fraternal Order of Police. Yeah. So what exactly wins were won for the movement in this, you know, help, like their, if their activism is is making Democrats, the Democratic political part, the Democrat political party, like more observant of black life. Yeah. You failed. Yeah. That didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like they put a stamp on it. Yeah, it might be part of conversations, and that's really the win for them, right? Yeah. Uh, conversations. So let, let's keep going. I think they'll talk about that a little later, Aki, as far as that's what they won. They won different conversations being had. Oh, wow. 
you know, and really saying no to stuff and being resolute in the no. Because no. I started to like have anxiety attacks actually. Like, wow. it was so odd because all that attention again wow. brings up all this stuff for people, right? If and I was defrauding the people and misleading the movement, I'd be anxious too, Aki. <laughs> and they lay it at your feet Nerves and go respond to it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just minding my own business. Li right. That's literally what I'm doing. I'm trying to stay hydrated. I'm trying to stay in my lane and I'm trying to mind my business. Yeah. Like, why are we prone to this? Yeah. Um, so it just forced me to like take it serious. Mm. And I'm so glad, you know, I started riding my bike all the time. Mm -hmm. I love me some Pelly, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I'm feeling good and I'm feeling like we're winning. Yeah. We're winning. We are winning. How do you know we're winning? You know, girl, we have changed this conversation so many times. Yes. And I know we're winning because it's not just a cultural shift anymore. Yes. It's, um, yes. it is driving new conversations about rules and how the rules are being made mm -hmm. and who's making the rules mm -hmm. and what the rules are and why they are that way. Mm -hmm. And I know it because we've been in eight years of these conversations now. Right. And that's a good thing. I think sometimes people feel like, you know, I've used this metaphor with you before, that like change is like a snack machine. So like you put your quarter in and you press like B6 and you get your <laughs> Snickers bar. Right. It's not like that. Yeah. You know, there's lots of, sometimes the thing gets stuck. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it gives you the wrong thing. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, you know. Sometimes all the shit falls <laughs> out. You're, you're like, like, ah, jackpot! <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it has been, I think, both equally powerful, invigorating, exhilarating, as well as devastating. Yes. Traumatizing. Mm, yes. <laughs> you know, from Melina being freaking uh, having the cop show up to your home swatted. And with my kids, with mm. your kids, and getting to anyway, like calling me over and over again, and I didn't, I missed the call, and I go mm. on your face, your Instagram, and I'm mm. like getting the chills just thinking about it. To mm. the freaking right attacking you mm -hmm. and me, and that's how the FBI. That was crazy. <laughs> that was wild. Like, you can't make this shit up. No, you really cannot. And I just think that you know. In the midst of last year in particular, I did feel that feeling of like, we, we're, we're here. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in this moment and we have to stay in it and mm -hmm. we have to press on. Mm -hmm. And. All right, so let's pause it right there, Aki. I mean. This. Go ahead. You talk about the FBI and them being on you. Are you buying houses and living in mansions and living in luxury? That's not the same FBI that I know that was on the Panthers, that was on Khalid Muhammad, that was on Malcolm, that was on Martin, that was on uh, Robert F. Williams, that was on Stokely Carmichael, that was on um, Asada Shakur and Afeni Shakur and all the Shakurs. That's not the same. You you don't you ain't living the pressure like them. These folks had to go on the run. And the ones who wasn't on the run, they had to still live paranoid with pistols and guns. So, you know, you know, no Yeah, I I just don't It's hard for me to feel bad for the filthy rich I can. I mean I ain't gonna say they're filthy rich, but I mean, we see the luxury they're living in. You know what I'm saying? People that defraud the movement, people that mislead the movement, I don't feel bad for that shit, bro. Uh, as far as like, I can't, I can't, I can't conjure it up in me to feel bad for it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't even believe you what you're saying. Well, if they talk about victories, was having a conversation, but it, like, there's no process in your conversation to still fix the issue. That's what they. That's what they said they're doing, Aki. They said they said that they have changed see, they the, talking about how rules are discussed. They're talking about defunding the police, but 
they and, and are defunding the police for what? To stop the murders of who? Black males. But there's a deeper issue going on with black men other than police Don't murdering us. You're exactly right. And and it's like they're covering up. Like this is some some liberal reformism. You know what I'm saying? Not no revolutionary reformism in the style like Hugh P. Newton and what the they, the Panthers are trying to do with the ten point program. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to use abolition to describe a very slow paced reformist project of diverting some fun if, if they're claiming victory they're claiming victory right yeah they said we're we're, we're being we're being victorious yeah which which speaks to you know what i'm saying as if black people are predestined to survive this we're not <laughs> we're not predestined to survive this you know what i'm saying ultimately forces is bigger than you know what i'm saying than what's going what's going on and you know it's going to take a lot of hard-ass decisions for us to really survive this. But to say that we're already victorious just because we changed the conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You misunderstand just how much a lack of power, you know what I'm saying? There's Power isn't found in changing conversation. That just helps white people get more uh, insidious, more diabolical in how they, you know, squirm around this new rhetoric that you're applying to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got this new critique. You know what I'm saying? This new style of critique for white supremacy, you know what I'm saying? Whether it, it appears in liberal conservative fashions, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they think they're doing something by pressuring liberals. All liberals are doing a fi- is finding the language to get around that shit while yeah. appearing as your friend. Yeah. And we see that with they spent years. Now, this is not no inconsequential amount of time yeah. that Black Lives Matter has been around, right? They've been around uh, going on as long as some major organizations, right? Yeah. SNCC and Black Panthers, they might have been around a, a little bit longer, you know what I'm saying, still. But uh, they, they're they in that range, you know what I'm saying? Yes. As far as, you know, where there's some comparisons can and should be made, you know what I'm saying, as far as if we're trying to learn any lessons. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, there's a whole yeah. lot of lessons to learn from them. And I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, um, we have to, like I said, it go back to the, it go back to the same thing. You know, the issue is police shooting black males in the street. That's always been the primary issue. We're mostly the ones who get shot in the street within our group, ninety-five to one in some cases. You know, the issues that underlie that they have not dealt with. Because they're they're doing this petty type of battle for who can be the the greatest victim. Because the greatest victim gets most of the spoils from white sympathy you know. and, and, and and white people white supremacy buying off the competition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most of that is going to go towards these black people that they prop the black the groups of black people that can prop up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's what we're seeing here because you see that you see this type of bullshit when it comes to I, I, I'm not gonna say all of it. But a lot of this say her name nonsense, Aki. Yeah. Because what is that saying? It's saying that black women that are victims of police murder, right, are not talked about as much because of misogyny. And that and that's part of the violence that black men especially commit against black women, where we don't center them enough in our political response to police but brutality. They, they don't get shot down in the streets by police often. That, and that's my whole point. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this stuff is based, like, Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? So much of the heft of what they're saying uh, ignores just how specific black males and black men are as a target from white supremacist perspe- perspective. They don't have the, uh, the statistical analysis where it's 95 to 1, you know what I'm saying? Why, so when they come in and make this identity-based argument, black men need to be decentered. The black community has just a fifth, uh, like a philosophical damn near mm-hmm. rejection of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we understand that the black black men are being targeted, especially yeah. for this. Yeah, that's a you part know? of our. So I mean, all, all things considered, if black men is getting killed by police, ninety-five to one, if all people are created equally, Aki, everybody's equal, right? Yeah. Shouldn't we know 95 black male victims of police murder compared to every one black woman? Yeah. 
I don't think anybody knows 95 names of black men that have got killed by, by police. Yeah. Can you sit here and name 95? Nah. Nah. I can't either. I can name multiple black women, though. I mean, think about Breonna Taylor. The year that she was killed, there was 90-plus black men for, uh, you know, they, they also got killed, right? Well, yeah. really more than that. But the point the point there is, you know, it was, I think it was Breonna Taylor and one other black woman that got killed that yeah. year by police. Mm. You know, we know Breonna Taylor's name. We know half of the black women got killed that year by police. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, but we, we don't know 90 black men from that one year that got killed and there was about there was over a hundred that got killed yeah you know what i'm saying and we, since we, this we, whole thing started we've been getting taken down in numbers like like it hasn't stopped right it, 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 another part of this false as they, they, they change their conversations but power can help that kill and stop yeah. you know what i'm saying and uh but they wouldn't get that funny they wouldn't get the speaking tours they got from these white institutions they'd have to take less money and be more democratic with how they split it and actually do fundraising and 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 live off the people, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because even that money could have went into trying to fund some type of um, apparatus within the community to end the black on black violence, or put some, you know, stalemate in that right there. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you know if you're really talking about you know Black Lives Matter, and it, and it don't even have to be with males. It's violence that go on amongst females within the black community. That that you know what I'm saying could be tackled in that. Like if it's gonna be a cause, make it a cause. But don't 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 segregate it. It's like when you segregate amongst the black people, that's when it makes it something different. And then when you look at it, most of their funding, they they they're dealing with a lot of white folks now. They're not necessarily rooted in the black community like they used to, and they're not really connected with the grassroots people in the black community like they used to, or like they need to be. Because I ain't gonna say they ever were. Hey, I mean, maybe in some places, but I've never seen that. No, you're definitely right, Aki. You're definitely right. There's more to say. Of course, there's more to say. You know what I'm saying? But let's keep it rolling, Aki. Try to get through this video. We have 51 minutes for the total video, right? For the total recording right now. Mm, yeah. So let's try to wrap it up in the next uh, 15. We may not get this opening again. This time around, I felt more prepared on multiple fronts. I felt mm-hmm. more prepared around, you know, gaslighting around mm-hmm. defense. I felt right. more prepared around our own security. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we got we got the security stuff, both cyber yep. and physical, on point this yep. time around. Yep. I still think it's crazy that we used to travel alone. Girl. To tiny little towns. I'm, I just don't even understand. Nobody cared. I, nobody, nobody cared, cared about us. <laughs> nobody cared about us. <laughs> I look back at him like, like at you know, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016, we were all mm-hmm. just traveling alone, like mm-hmm. not really, not even checking in and saying I landed exactly, right, right, <laughs> just being like regular, degular, like or looking up when you're in the airport line and seeing your face on Fox News, right? Mm-hmm. What they're not mentioning is they're getting paid tens of thousands of dollars for these appearances that they're making, mm-hmm. and they're going to universities or book out maybe bookshops yeah. you know what i'm saying or you know to speak with politicians mm-hmm. so it's not like y'all go y- y'all going to the the workers strike you know what i'm saying down south somewhere yeah you know what i'm saying uh in a i mean come on man come yeah. on let's well, you got something nah i'm let's good i'm good and on. being like <laughs> i'm not <laughs> safe right now what am i doing so that was different this time. <laughs> that was different. And I also think, you know, our larger movement had a collectivity to it that was different because we have mm-hmm. been practicing together. Yeah. I think though, for me, you know, the, the, the hardest moments have been the right-wing media machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. leveraging literally all its weight yeah. against me, against our movement, mm-hmm. against BLM, the organization. Mm-hmm. I'm some weeks out now from, from a lot of the noise, so mm-hmm. I have more perspective, right? While I was in it, I was in survival mode. Mm-hmm. But so many people who I've talked to, and, and I've obviously talked to the two of you at nauseum about mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. but it's because we're powerful, because mm-hmm. we are winning. Mm-hmm. It's because we are threatening the mm-hmm. establishment, mm-hmm. we're threatening white supremacy. And I think it's this piece that you named a earlier, it's not just a cultural shift anymore. Right. Like things are changing for them. The the reckoning has come to their doorstep Mm -hmm. in a way that they haven't had to reckon. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, they're clinging. Mm -hmm. They're clinging. But Patrice gets. All right, Aki, we're going to stop the video right there and just 
let's let's go on and address that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if if y'all want us to cover the rest of the video, y'all let us know in the comments. Y'all let it, you know, reach out to us, and we'll cover the rest of it. You know, I think we got the main gist of the video here. But that last point, this idea that what was being directed against them was primarily this right wing me this right wing media attack, and why that might have been some of it, they used that to ignore what in black the black political world in the black community is the bulk of it the bulk of it is the black uh local the black lives matter local chapters calling y'all out and exposing y'all yeah on y'all financial and democratic bullshit mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and you're you can't call that right-wing media attacks and and you, now the, there might have been right-wing platforms that reported on it yeah but you got signed statements from a dozen chapters yeah like that are calling y'all out and saying we're not we can't be part of this undemocratic folks that are stealing and manipulating how the money is flowing you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. now imagine if it was black men running this organization and that happened to them you know what i'm saying you you, you was th th their face would be on fucking dartboards in every fucking ac black studies black feminist studies <laughs> program in the motherfucking country aki i mean hey it, 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 I mean, when you when you listen to it, it's for me. It's more like okay, you know, um, you talk about you know tackling the establishment, changing the establishment, changing um, white supremacy. Talking about how it's not a, it's not just a culture shift. It's actually ch changing. You got the same idea that the feminist got. It's changing towards what you want to be, feminist. You know. Um, this is sort of how you know that they're not technically down there on the street dealing with grassroots people, everyday people. They're not up in the hood dealing with the niggas. The everyday people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a whole nother conversation going on on that level of us. And on that level, where black people dwell, that she, they, they, they not even touching. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the stuff you fighting for is not even relatively rooted around defunding police. That's just to me like y'all national, y'all national activist plan. But when it really come down to it, you know, y'all are, you know, a, um, a LBGT organization and that's where you put your money at. And that's, that's the, and I'm talking about BLM money. So, you know what I'm saying? Shit like this right here, you know, I mean, this is what today people call an activism, I keep. They're calling this activism, you know? So, um, <laughs> abolitionism. This, this is what you call abolitionism. We're going we gonna to get the abolitionist mad at us, I keep. But, uh, you know, we can handle that smoke, you know what I'm saying? If your politics good, you're going to check out. But that label, suspect. Yeah, that label is a flagger. Yeah, it's a flagger, right? It's a flag, right? Oh, you're there. an abolitionist? You're an abolitionist. That's, that's what you're rolling with. That's where you're from. That's diet revolution, Aki. <laughs> you say diet revolution? Revolution light, my bad. Okay, I was about to say, about to say that's the, the abolitionism is diet. That means it ain't the real thing, baby. <laughs> yeah, they, they using that, uh, that that fake sweetener, man. Yeah, yeah you can't the, get that. cancer causal. It's the cancer causal. Yeah. I mean, hey, hey, man. I mean, I mean, to some extent, it has been, though, when you think about that culture shift. Because for somebody that's between the ages of maybe 28, I mean, like 20 and 28. I mean, really, this is what they know. Six, No, it's really 14, 16 to 28. They're getting people young, you know what I'm yeah, saying? There's yeah. people coming to college already with, you know what I'm saying, some sharpness around abolitionism, you know what I'm saying? But my biggest problem with it is... Right at the point, Aki, where people are starting to see, oh, the beginning of another cycle of this black protest, you know what I'm saying, against police killing. Nothing changed. The Democrats ain't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the old way we talk about it don't work. You know what I'm saying? People were starting to move towards, you know, what can we build outside of this system? What can we build outside of this well, system? This, this, but but this, real, real quick, ahead. Aki, just as people are starting to look at like, what can we build outside of the system, then this abolition talk comes you know to the forefront abolit that word been around for a while it erupted onto the scene during a height of protest though yeah you know what i'm saying 
And I, for me, I mean, we talked about a previous podcast. I think it, I think it was to lead people more into a cycle of this push towards, you know, incremental reform as opposed to building up, you know, revolutionary, like independent systems. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, now is there a measure of reform that's necessary as you push and try to, you know, uh, you know, meet people where they at? Yes. Yeah. But uh, I don't think this abolition and, you know, just based off, you know, is the wideness of its support. You got white academy supporting abolition efforts. I mean, when you when you get into it, it's like you didn't even they I didn't even hear them get behind reparations. So it was a moment when reparations was very big in the conversation. And we know that it sort of faded off a little bit. They never supported it necessarily as a group. They never put ninety million of that or some of that change behind it, and they never helped even resurge it. You want to deep, you want, you want to defund the police, but you don't want to rectify what the United States government owes the African American community right here in the United States, the niggas. You know, so it's like, for me, if you couldn't even step out there on that limb, when the conversation was being had, it's one thing we're like, well, we ain't even talking about that right now. No, the conversation was being had. Niggas was in barbershops, salons and stuff talking about this. So, you know, hey, <laughs> it's hey, it's abolitionism. It's the, it's, the, this, it's the new age activism, you know what I'm saying? It's activism with glamour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's definitely uh, some fierce and, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, politics. You, abolitionists, uh, say U.S. abolitionists of of Atlanta. <laughs> I was just over here thinking, like, man, we don't see no abolitionist freedom schools or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't really about changing the consciousness of the people. It's about getting them to agree with this word that can have these obscure meanings. You know what I'm saying? And situational because, meanings. See, gotta, Instead of some clear ass platform, but you know, what I'm, abolitionism is an easier term to digest than freedom fighter revolutionary black nationalist them being black, aboli- them I, I, being abolitionists lets them sit around and, and celebrate after one yeah. year of killing uh, the the murder of George Floyd and we still have hundreds of people murdered since then hundreds of pe- hundreds of people have been murdered by the police since then yeah. But they over here celebrating victories because they got white people uh, using different words. That's what it goes down there too. See, abolitionists is devoid of race. There you go. Historically, it was devoid of race. There were white abolitionists and black ones, even back in the day. And look, I mean, the, the white supremacy it wants to wait out movements. You know what I'm saying? It wants to distract and wait out movements. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why we really got to get deliberate. You know what I'm saying? And really, you know, get get together around a, a language and a program that we've created. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's from us. You know what I'm saying? It's, it got to be from us. Well, I mean, you got to think half of the, half of the stuff that inform the best, the, the basics of um, BLM ideology is from foreigners. Mm-hmm. And when I say foreigners, I mean alien people other than black folks right. and, and, and definitely alien in the language or the lineage of the people. The culture yeah. of the people. Yeah, the culture of the people. It's, right. it's not necessarily collected to that. No, I a lot agree. of those ideas come from the outside. So it's no different than, you know, when we had attacks on the movement before where outside ideologies that wasn't rooted in and from the people came into it and threw it all off. And so that's what you're seeing today. You're seeing this new age abolitionism with glitter and glamour, like, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. You know what I'm saying? When we seen the joint with the girl, po- when when the girl was uh, twerking on the uh, Capitol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it that when we seen that, yeah. like, nah, okay, then that, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Twerk for the, uh, what was that joint? We seen the, uh, the, the, uh, the, during the election. They had some strippers in a barbershop, I feel like, for black men. I feel like it was some outrageous boondock shit like that. Yeah, it yeah. was. <laughs> it was some joint. It was something for votes. It was something for votes. I forgot. Matter of fact, we did a show on it. Yeah, yeah. Got to go back in the archives, y'all, to check that out. We did a show on that. It was real. It was real out here in these streets. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it just show a lot of different things. Um, This ain't nothing new. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't much to, to really check out, you know. It was some good commentary, you but, know. Hey, I mean, I think the final point on this is this ain't no time for celebration, Aki. We 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 can't. Uh, I think it was George Jackson that said, "Accept no easy victories." 
That's what we can't. That's what we got to be for. We can't accept no easy victories. And, and we ain't been through the type of difficulties that's coming for us as a people. Yeah. We got we got to harden up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit that's coming our way. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff changing in the world that will affect us here in the United States. What we just seen was us acclimating ourselves to our pain and suffering being on digital media on computers we carry in our pocket. Yeah. That's been the biggest change that Black Lives Matter has brought. You know what I'm saying? And I say all that to say, to just to magnify just how big the path, the rest of the path is. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're like we're early on in our path. If, if, if we're on a path towards survival, you know what I'm saying, and freedom, we haven't seen shit yet, Aki. Oh, yeah. Now, oh, yeah I'm talking yeah, about yeah. in the past 10 years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've oh, we haven't that. seen shit yet, I Aki. Mean, I mean, a lot of the issue that they got to get together is that they, they speak of you know the black community but i think that's when you that's when you know they got to really start coming down there in the black community it's a lot of shit that's going on in the black community um i would say black unity is at an all-time low yeah and it's th- a th- lot of fragmentation you know what i'm saying black, so, the black community is fragmented right now yeah. you know what i'm saying on a family level on a social level on yeah. a gender level on uh uh, a sexuality level Yeah It's fractured right now yeah. You know what I'm saying We we need something To unite black people around You know what I'm saying That's sort of be Our measure of success The unity of black people Yeah You know what I'm saying That's you know What we gotta be focused on mm-hmm. uh, So yeah, I mean with that Aki You know what I'm saying I think we made clear Our point of view You know if y'all want The rest of our critique On Black Lives Matter Or if y'all want us To do more videos like this On other videos Maybe suggest some to us or uh, something, you know, and we can get to it. So, anything you want to add, Aki? You know what, Aki? I don't really got too much more to add to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at this little tray they got with fruit, and I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> no, I heard that, Aki. So, we're going to sign out. Thank you for checking in episode 47. Check out the rest of our shit on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And, uh, yeah, we're also on TikTok now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're on Instagram, Twitter. So, check us out. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, peace.